It can travel anywhere in time and space. Right. This is gonna be fun. Up we go. Into time and space! Welcome to Time and Space, the Nerd Party's dedicated Doctor Who podcast. I'm Jessica Nunn. And I'm her husband and co-host, Philip Gilfus. Now, we may sound like we're getting along at this point, but I would hazard the guess that we are definitely not. What would you say, darling? We've been stuck in the house for... Three days now. Yeah, that's long. Yeah, we are we are in snow Mageddon, snow mockalypse here. Snow apocalypse, you idiots! Well, now the whole thing got to be called <laughs> You've off. Done it wrong. You're so stupid. Call the whole thing off. Yes. All right. <laughs> but yes, here in North Carolina, we've had the snowstorm, so we are going to attempt to venture out this evening. We're going to give it a go. We got about eight inches of snow over sort of Sunday morning. Most of yesterday, and then it was snowing again today. I don't like it. We've got a lot of theater productions that we are getting done this coming up weekend, so I need all of this to disappear and move out. Please and thank you. Yes. So uh, it was interesting because I was a little bit worried last night when the Doctor Who came on. We were having satellite issues, and so... Um, Luckily, BBC usually runs, America, usually runs a rerun in the early morning. So I set the DVR for 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or whatever it was. And luckily we were able to watch it today and everything worked out. I was yes. a little nervous, though. Cause... It was one of the few times when we've been like, if we don't watch it when it comes on on Sunday night, it's going to be okay because we have all day Monday. Yeah, I just got a text from work saying about tomorrow, so... Oh, what'd they say? Well, they want to say we're opening tomorrow and let us know if you can come in. Which is tr- partly why we're trying to get out of the house tonight to see if we can actually do it. Now, at the current moment, we can't even open the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we we'll see the, how it goes. We can open up the back door or we can Dukes of Hazard it out the window. So. We're not Dukes of Hazarding it out of the house windows. But we're just some good old boys trying to <laughs> have us some fun. We are not good old boys. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> now, one thing we didn't note, because, you know, we're not the bragging type. But... It's because we didn't notice. Well, that's probably it. But we did have 50 episodes. The last episode was our 50th episode. Yeah. So Happy con- episode anniversary. Yes. Is that, or 50. I, I don't know. So does it feel that. like 50 episodes, darling, of talking? You've talked at least 50 hours of Doctor Who. Wow. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's why we bring in guest stars, so that we don't have to do all the talking. <laughs> And I remember when we started, you're like, what are we going to talk about for all these episodes? And so it all well, worked out. Well, you say that, but I'm now looking at Doctor Who will return in 2020. <laughs> like, what are we going to talk about for the next year? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that, that's uh, the latest news, of course. Um, you know, it's always interesting to hear, see the rumors and, and then what happens and you know, I've usually rumors aren't true. Well, there's like the whole like Jody's not returning, Chris Chibnall's sick of it, and all this stuff, which you know, I I think is nonsense. I think it's just people who are negative and just trying to start stuff. But anyway, because you know, we got the New Year's uh, New Year's special, of course, coming up, and then yep, nothing till 2020. But yeah, that, but I don't. I mean, in that's some at way- least 52 episodes <clears throat> of the podcast. Yep. So you know, and I've been. Complaining about British programming, rumble, boom. But, like, I mean, say, like, Orville, for instance, which comes on Fox, which I enjoy. But that's had a fairly large gap between its seasons. 
So, I mean, that was, I can't remember the last episode. It was last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's been a whole, you know, because most seasons in America, I mean, people probably know this, but most seasons in America start in the fall mm-hmm. and then end in May, May sweep. Yeah. So. Yeah. It tends to run of course about, they, about 22 <clears throat> episodes yeah. thereabouts. Or maybe just have some like repeats in the middle or something, have like a mid season finale or something. But like Orville, I think it ended in like. Whatever. I can't remember when. And then it's been a year. And it's like December 30th. It's like technically we're, they're going to make it this year. But, <laughs> but but for that, I don't think it, it would have been off for a whole year too. So, And I'm not saying that's comparable to Doctor Who. But I guess just to say America does it too at this point. So Yes. It is a different way of doing things. I think it's probably really beneficial for the actors mm. who can then do other things as well. But it's really frustrating for those of us who... Are just ready to dive back in. I'd be interested in the British TV actor perspective because I mean it's like, oh yeah, we've done these ten episodes and then we're gonna take time. Like ten episodes is like half a season. <laughs> I mean, like in yeah. America, like yeah. you know, you know. And I guess maybe they just take more time with it. But I just like, man. Well, but like I said, it gives them the opportunity to go do other things. Yeah. So you theater don't, movies. Other yeah, TV, you, you know. don't have to make a commitment mm-hmm. for. This is the only thing you're going to be doing for the next three years. Yeah. And maybe that keeps it fresh for people. Mm-hmm. I guess. But anyway. <laughs> grumble, grumble. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, into all that, let's go right into the, I don't even want to call it a season finale. I'll just say the latest episode of Doctor Who, um, The Battle of Ranskor of Kolos, Series 11, Episode 10, which premiered December 9th, 2018. Darling, do you want to read the synopsis from BBC America since TARDIS.Wiki hasn't put one up yet? Uh-oh, I will do that. On the planet of Ranskor of Kulos lies the remains of a brutal battlefield. But as the Doctor, Graham, Yaz, and Ryan answer nine separate distress calls, they discover the planet holds far more secrets. Who is the mysterious commander with no memory? Sure, and I just... Finish reading a review by um, AV Club on, on The Onion, because they're usually pretty interesting. And they were, I think the headline was like, Doctor Who finale disappointing, or something like that. Um, but on the large, I thought it was it was a good episode. I mean, um, I don't know, we'll rank next week about episodes. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, obviously not the top, probably third of them. But, you know, it was all right. Nothing to well, complain about. when I saw that Chris Chibnall had written this mm. one, um, I immediately went back to 38, 39, 43. 42. 42. I knew I'd get there eventually. <laughs> 42, which is a very sci-fi episode. Uh-huh. And so when this one started with a real sci-fi look to it, I was like, oh dear, oh dear. But I didn't feel, it still felt kind of steampunk fantasy, steampunk dystopian fantasy kind mm-hmm. of rather than too much sci-fi so i was i was good with that mm-hmm. I, I liked the the sort of feeling around it what did you think about that part of it yeah no i i enjoyed that aspect of it i, I i'm sort of again it's always it's always bad to read other reviews before you do a podcast because then you get colored what the reviewer said in the av club was that he uh, or he or she actually forget the gender of the writer, but anyway, the reviewer was saying how they thought it could have been anchored more with the two ucks, I believe was what they were called, about sort of their religious faith um, and how this whole experience affected them, and 
they felt like, the reviewer thought like every time they you know they were the centers they get pulled away to something else. But I, I've been thinking about that. I mean, it's an interesting concept of what they would had to deal with. You know, for three thousand years they've been helping a false god. But I think that that is indicative of the whole season. Mm-hmm. It's what we've said after almost every episode. We would have liked more somewhere. Right. I think it's been a difficult with Chibnall's decision to make each episode a standalone, which I completely understand the reasoning. The problem is he has chosen plot lines that needed more depth. Right, and we still have the... And would have benefited from more depth. I forget if I'll get the term right. The Timeless Child reference from... Yes. The second episode? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Amazing Race episode. Toilet paper, talking toilet paper. The talking toilet paper, talking scarves, something. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and this was the thing, and I don't know, this is me, and people can disagree, but the people are like, oh, it's a disappointing finale. I'm like, Chris Chimel didn't say... Every episode is going to be standalone, except for the finale. No, he said every episode is going to be standalone. Every episode, not just, you know. And, and yeah. we say that, but he did tie up yeah. a loose end. We did sort of come full circle with um, Tim Shaw right. and having him back, and we finally resolved that. So there was a resolution. Again, I think we get caught up in... Cliffhangers. Right, yes. People want the finale to... But Doctor Who doesn't normally do that anyway. No. The idea... And I read some on Twitter a day... Yesterday, maybe, where they were talking about the fact that this has been a perfectly acceptable season. It's been fine. There haven't been any low lows. But that means that there also haven't been any high highs. And so this is sort of gone along at a relatively steady pace and this finale has done exactly the same thing Mm. and whether or not you want highs and lows big highs and lows like we have sometimes seen in the past or you don't Mm -hmm. you know that sort of colors it and i think that yes there was opportunity to do something more sweeping and i sort of felt like at the end of it in particular as the doctor's leaving that there was an attempt it felt like an attempt to be a little bit more sweeping you know ah oh, go out and explore the universe the universe may surprise you and it just fell a little bit flat right it was um, sort of like we know we're writing the last episode yeah you know, we, but we hadn't built the stakes up for that. And I don't really. know what the logistical planning of, like, when they filmed this episode. I Again, I don't know. I'm trying to think in my head what I remember from reporting. Because I feel like, which is probably wrong, that the New Year's... Well, not that they knew it was a New Year's. And maybe they didn't know it was a New Year's. I mean, it's called Resolution, after all. But anyway, how... They knew, like in other words, when they did this this episode, did they know? Ah, oh, well, we're just going to film the special next week, so you know, whatever. Or was this like, okay, this is the last episode of the series? We'll end a little bow there, and then it's like, you know, a month later, okay, let's come back. We're going to do uh, the New Year special. I think they must have known, particularly because there's the tradition of doing a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they knew that there was a tag on the end of it. Now, whether or not that's going to be grander i mean the christmas specials often are but they are the christmas specials are really the standalones Mm -hmm. but i also think this season was so much about establishing the new world order if you will you know the new companions the new doctor who are they 
um, for good or ill, whether you think they've done a good job establishing those standards or not, that's what this has been about. And so it'll be interesting to see how it grows next year, hopefully with a little more information about Yaz. Yeah. Well, and the, the ending reminded me... This is our, well, it's not even a negative comparison, but anyway, if you remember the last episode of Classic Who with the Tigers, um, mm. at the end, and I don't know if you noticed it or if I told you, because I know we talked about it, but I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was called, The Survivors? I can't be it. But anyway, um, you know, there's the bit with Ace and Seven kind of walking away, and Seven sort of gives this little, like, goodbye speech, oh, let's go home, and da 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 and we'll discover things, kind of like what they did here. And that was sort of recorded afterwards, because I was like, oh, this is going to be the last episode, so let's record a little goodbye there. Um, and that was kind of this, it was a little goodbye, but I don't think it was schmaltzy or stupid. It was just, you know, sort of like a... Uh, uh. Yeah, no, I didn't feel like it was schmaltzy or stupid at all. I just felt like they hadn't built... The, I, I felt like I wanted to have a real emotional reaction to it. Mm-hmm. But they hadn't built the stakes up for yeah, it. They're like, where are you going, Doctor? I don't know. And, you know, and then, you know, here's my mission statement. Bye. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and I wanted my heart to swell with mm-hmm. that, and I just, mm-hmm. it didn't. Right. Um, and again, just because they hadn't raised the stakes. If there had been a lot of angst with the ucks about, as you say, you know, their their religion being, their faith being completely destroyed and, you know, the 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 guy ucks says, you know, we need to go and, and see what else is out there. But it hasn't really been established a whole lot. I mean, they say that they've spent decades walking around but that's all, you know, again this is a lot of... Well, sh- thousands of years. Yeah, telling, <laughs> not showing. Mm-hmm. And so we just didn't have yeah, the stakes. We didn't get that, yeah. So focusing a little bit, we kind of mentioned this, but let's sort of talk about So what did you think of the return of Tim Shaw? Was that, you know, we sort of complained about him being sort of a throwaway villain in the premiere episode, and now he's back. So a little, I don't know, depth necessarily, I suppose a little bit. But anyway, so you get a little bit more from him than just Bad Tooth Guy. Uh, no, I don't think you do get more from him. He's still Bad Tooth Guy. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit... It was a little bit of a random choice. Mm-hmm. There was no reason for it to be Tim Shaw over... Greaser, 50s alien guy. Or just <laughs> random alien. Right. You know, it didn't have to be Tim Shaw at all. Um, it does give us that callback. We do get to tie things up a little bit, um, particularly for Graham. But other than that, the fact that it was Tim Shaw didn't add a lot well he gave the, the gram right but that's what i'm saying yeah. other than that didn't add much to the storyline itself well one thing that could have happened and i don't know i'm on the fence whether they should have done it or glad that they didn't like i think about 12 or 11 or 10 i don't know i suppose all of them but anyway it'd be sort of that angsty oh what are the consequences of what i have wrought you know you know and but they've done that so much, though. I'm not really sad, it per se. It still could have worked. It would yeah. have been interesting mm-hmm. to see what 13's take on that was. Tim Shaw tries to she pass sort of that responsibility yeah. onto her, and she's having none of it. Yeah. And so there's, again, there's none of that. I guess maybe then the co- then the other way to go would be just be firmer about that. Be like, you know, I'm not responsible for your actions. You're the one responsible. You know, sort of, you know, instead of being sort of the angsty that we sometimes get from the guide doctors and who would be more 
affirmative. No, you're responsible for your own actions. Don't come try blaming me. Yeah, but instead <clears throat> yeah. it's just this sort of throwaway. Meh, okay, moving yeah. on. Um, so, yeah, that would have been interesting. And maybe that would have also given... But again, that that has been in my mind, and I have loved this series. Mm-hmm. Please don't think that I am being dreadful about it as sometimes I can be. This has been a phenomenal season, mm-hmm. but it's lacked depth. Right. At times can be a well again, we'll talk the whole series next week. Mm-hmm. But at times can be a palate cleanser sort of series, you know. Yeah. Or I mean I someone may have been the the, the review I was reading a soft reboot or something. Of the Doctor Who, you know, whatever. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing if they come back next series with a little more heavy hitting. Which tends to happen. Yeah. In the Doctor's runs, you know. Yeah, I mean, Peter Capaldi's first series, I think, is pretty dreadful, yeah. Yeah. And then he comes back and it picks up a lot of steam. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. All right, let's talk, focus on the guest stars. As okay. usual with the Chimnalian episodes, you get sort of the uh, the small theater cast here. Um, so, and we, I mean, there's a lot of extras, I suppose, but you know, it really focuses on a few here. So, I, actually, I didn't list Tim Shaw, um, but I guess anything more about Tim? I don't know who plays him. I was actually wondering whether it's the same person or not. Like you would think it was. But I was talking to the makeup, like I don't know if that's the same guy or not. I assume it is, but you know, yeah, you don't, don't need know. it to be. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how many people with teeth on their head can you possibly find? Exactly. So we had Mark Addy as uh, Paltraki. Um, I can try to remember. The only thing I think I can remember him from is the Full Monty. Um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, which yeah. I know is a little while ago. That's probably several decades at this point. But anyway, I don't know. He's been. I think he's in Game of Thrones now or something. But anyway. Yeah, that sort of sound. Yeah, I mean, and I didn't look him up because I thought, you know, yeah, of course, Mark Addy. Mm-hmm. I know him. Yeah. He's been in lots of things. I mm-hmm. uh, don't know what they are, but I know he's been in lots of things. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, but anyway, I, I often because I don't watch Game of Thrones, so but I often picture him as more comedic roles, and so but. Um, for this one, I mean, not a lot to do, honestly, for him. So yeah, yeah, and I, I just want to go back. I didn't particularly care about the fact that all of his people were being held hostage. Right. Yeah. So, um. And how many were there? Because initially well, it was, was like four, and then one got killed, and then one got killed. And there were two, but then they released like half a dozen or eight. People. Right, and then it really to me, define who they were. Like, it could have... I, I guess this is kind of what I got. I mean, and I don't know how much was said and how much I've sort of inferred that, you know, all the ships that came. And, like, these people could have been, like... They could be 100 years old, 200 years old, 500 years old. They've just all been frozen in carbonite or whatever they have. You know, I don't know. Um, so when Ryan and Graham found them, they're like, oh, my God, we didn't expect all these people. Is one of them Amelia Earhart? <laughs> Possibly. It is the 37s from Star Trek. Yes. yes. <laughs> just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that one, yeah, yeah we, we've been watching, uh, re, re-watching Star Trek Discovery to get ready for that new series coming, because I'm going to do a series overview of Star Trek Discovery for my other podcast, uh, but I know you've been saying how complicated you, you felt like, you know, we were only on like the fourth, ep- fifth episode, but anyway, so like this one, like you said, this episode was, it wasn't complicated, I understood what was going on, but there was a lot going on that is like, oh, there have been all these people coming for 3,000 years. We're not going to mention any of them. Um, here's all these extras. We, we're not going to mention any of who they are, given yeah, the characters. we're not going to talk yeah. about why they were cyber robots. What did they call oh, them? Oh, yeah, those were the, and, it, and I think you just, you know, because you're not used to rewatching a lot. Those were the robots from episode two. 
that because remember episode two, they were on the planet of Tim right. Shaw's people. Well, see, I did wonder about that. Yeah, that's why they knew who they were. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because that was the but other it's been thing. So I was like, I, boy, they, you know. Yeah. And I did recognize that they had the same guns and everything. Yeah. So that's why. But again, there's no mention, and and I don't think I remembered that episode two took place on Tim Shaw's world. Well, it wasn't his world. It was like a training ground, or was a. Yeah, yeah, that's why there were so I, many yeah, killing things. Yeah, I, I know. Think I remembered that. Yeah, and yeah, I there you go. Yeah, talking about a season finale, which it wasn't, and again, but that's what we're just going to call it because that's the popular culture. I did notice they sort of name checked a lot of stuff of like, ah, oh, well, if you've been watching, you notice what we're talking about, you know. And yeah. so it's like we got Tim Shaw from episode one, we had the robots from episode two. She called the TARDIS the Ghost Monument, which is episode also two. From episode two um, yeah. I'm trying to feel. I think there were one or two other things where I was noticing like, like oh, someone's checking a marker. Like we gotta name something from every episode just so we can say it's a season finale. Nobody, nobody said anything about Rosa Parks. Yeah, I know. I was trying to find. I was like, maybe Greaser Guys shows up or somehow. Yeah, but, that would have been good. No. See, I could have gotten behind that because she used the telepathic circuits from Punjab because she mentioned, well, this works oh, on yeah, your grandmother. Watch, yeah. yeah, so that's why I was saying they were definitely like trying to like squeeze yeah. everything, which was fine. You know, it's good to have your. What, what about the little thing that? eats everything he would have been useful yeah and then there was nothing about spiders no yeah so you know can't have it all i want it all i know well you can't be happy with your 300 hundred dollar bag um <laughs> don't tell private jokes on our <laughs> podcast and so we also had phyllis logan and i'm i'm saying this name correctly purcell um purcell, purcell yeah. ascot as the ux and um yeah again didn't really like, like I picture in Big Finish, there's going to be a whole series on these two people. On the Ux, yeah. yeah. And I think there should be. I, one of the things I found interesting that, again, I felt went unexplored was I felt like we had a little bit of old order and new order right. within the Ux. And so she was the elder and she had been training him and then at the and then. Midway through, he's saying, don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. It's going to destroy me. And then at the end of it, he's the one who's saying, no, we've got to move on. We've got to see other things. Mm -hmm. And that exploration was sorely lacking, I felt. I felt like there was so much that could have been done with that that would have been really interesting. And also, I didn't... And again, and again, I always say this every episode, but I'm always going to say it every episode. I, Doctor Who, I don't give it a big problem if things don't make sense because that's Doctor Who traditionally. But one of the things that was, why did they think that was the creator? Yeah, because he appeared while they were creating things. Maybe. I mean, if the TARDIS had showed up, would they have thought the Doctor was the creator? That would have been an interesting episode. <laughs> it's the whole, you know, when, any, when anyone asks that you're a god, say you're a god. But anyway, yeah, so, no, so, absolutely. But like, you know, I mean, is I don't know. It would just been like, oh, it was foretold. He, you know, or it. She and again, I think like that, this, that would have been an this. interesting yeah. thing to see. It needed to be longer. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I say it every time. Yeah. This needed to be ninety minutes or two hours. Mm -hmm. They needed to explore that. I would have liked to have seen them finding a very hurt Tim Shaw, right. taken off his helmet seen all the teeth in his head and gone, oh, yeah, this is God. Right. And what that meant. I right. would have liked to have seen that. And then maybe I would have had stakes in or be, Or be like, you know, if they're trying to keep the Tim Shaw reveal for a while. So, like, everything's written the same. But when when 
midway through the episode, I wasn't paying attention to what act this would be. But when they're walking through the shrine, we, you know, whether we know it's the shrine yet or not, they come across, you know, a statue or an icon or something that looks a little familiar. A giant, um, too. Because I don't they, actually, they revealed Tim Shaw pretty early, I think, um, in the episode. So, but anyway, they could show, you know, like, or you oh, could yeah. show them seeing him and caring <clears throat> when they for do the flashback without yeah. showing his face. Yeah, I think right. that there were a lot of options, like, look there. at the markings or, you know, yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, again, I, you know, I, I, well, one thing I was reading, not to keep going back to this review, but they were. Saying like, oh, you know, say what you want about Moffat or whatever. And blah, blah. But I'm like, dude, lots of Moffat episodes don't make sense. And I'm, that's not a, again, thing against them. This is what I've learned from Doctor Who. Don't yeah. think about it. Just enjoy it or else you're going to ask a million questions. And same things happen with Moffat. Same thing with Davies. And that. I mean, almost half of the episodes don't ever make sense when you think about them. You know, the whole. Uh, yeah. You know. And that's not ultimately yeah. my issue. It's just enjoying it. My issue yeah. isn't about, oh, I <clears throat> yeah, didn't yeah. understand this timeline. Just it could have been this. better. Yeah. I, I just wanted more depth. Yeah. I wanted to be more emotionally invested. And I think I could have had that emotional investment if there had been more depth, more exploration of things. Mm-hmm. I don't need more explanation of things. No. I just want to go deeper. Right. I want to do a deeper dive. Speaking of deeper mm-hmm. dives that we did or did not get, you know, sort of, well, I don't know, we didn't really talk talk about Graham Grace and Ryan. So, I mean, any anything, you know, we get sort of, um, you know, we had the granddad mentioned last episode and we get again and we get a, I love you this time. Which I, again, I just thought was so beautifully acted. Yeah. So beautifully acted. <laughs> you know, his immediate react. you know, he's, he's having this thing and he's having this discussion and I love you. And then his, his, his reaction <laughs> to it coming out of his own mouth was just so annoyed with himself. It was just so beautiful. Again, not played saccharine. Not played schmaltzy, not played for these big, huge, this is us emotional feels. Right. It was just part of the, and I, and I was thinking about, you know, we've talked so much about what an amazing job Bradley Walsh has done. And he absolutely has. But let's be honest, he's had the best stuff to work with. Right. By far. Mm-hmm. With Tosin. Yes. Being a second. Right. Um, his, par- had, his partner. Yes, yes, as his partner. Mm-hmm. And they have by far had the best material to work with. Mm-hmm. They've had an arc from the beginning. I think Yaz, the actress who plays Yaz Man- Mandeep, yes. Mandeep um, has the potential to be amazing. Just give but her something to work just with. Just give her something to work with. Give her something other than... Yeah, whoever's writing, yes, give her a page of dialogue. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Give her a monologue. Give her something for God's sake. Yes, yes. Quit just showing us her family and tell, you know. And have her asking questions. Yes. Oh, oh, I really want a good yes episode. Right. And, you know, whatever. In in the long term, maybe in the three years or four years when we look back at, you know, the Sorry, I forgot what number she was for a second. Yeah. At 13's run, it'll be like, oh, okay, the first series was Graham and Ryan. The second was, yeah, you know, and whatever. That's fine. I mean. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I can live with that. And that's why I'm not. Yeah, overly concerned. It's that, you know, when we're talking about the 13th Doctor's regeneration, I'm looking back and be like, what the hell happened with Yaz? You know, yeah. That, yeah. I am making out my wish list more than I'm complaining, right. I think. Yeah. 
Um, this will be like the thing where we can, where you, you, not me, I had no part in it, where you complain about Bradley Walsh for a year, and then now he's great, <laughs> and then we're going to complain about Yaz for a year. And then I spend the next six months going, okay, okay, I was wrong. I'm and then sorry. we're complaining about Yaz, and then you know, 2020 <laughs> will be not the complaining about Yaz. And then the year 2020 will be the year of Yaz, and so we'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that so, would be good. That would be good. I was going to say next year, and then I had to remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, sad times. Sad times. Mm-hmm. And then anything, any doctor moments or anything from the doctor that you uh, saw in this episode? No. And again, I think that we're not getting as much doctor depth mm-hmm. either. Um, she's puttering along doing her doctor thing. Yeah. Um, and there are rarely any doubts. There are rarely any second guesses. Well, yes. I mean, but she's, she's sort of like, uh, I think this will work. I think. Uh, maybe. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. But, but no, no, no backup plan. But that's the end. And then it does work, and so we yeah. all move on. Right. You know, the closest thing we got was at the towards the end of the second episode mm-hmm. when they get there and oh, the yes, TARDIS she's... isn't there. Yeah. And she has that moment of, I'm so sorry. Yeah. What have I done? And that's that has been the most real moment for mm-hmm. her, I think. And, you know, I imagine it's hard because we've never had a woman doctor before. Mm -hmm. And so people are still trying to figure out. They know that they're great at writing for old white guys, (laughs) as proven by their Graham story arc. (laughs) They're still trying to figure out how to write for a woman in Mm -hmm. this position. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no no good speeches yet. No, Well, anyway, we'll save it for next week. But yeah. anyway. Okay, well, any final thoughts about the battle of whatever and the who's that? Final thoughts. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't I don't think it's a... Well, and I I think it's a cheat, right? And not purposefully, but it's sort of like, I was going to say, not a bad one to end one, but of course, we're going to get another one in two weeks here. Three weeks, whatever it is. Um, oh, you finally changed the calendar so I can actually look. So it's uh, yeah, in one, two... Three three weeks? Anyway, I won't do the math. But anyway, in three weeks, we'll have another Doctor Who episode. So, there you go. <laughs> this is what we're going to be doing for the next year, ladies and gentlemen, while we wait for 2020, is that Philip is going to be doing maths out loud rather badly. That's, so, that's what you have to look forward to, fine. ladies I and gentlemen. did not score great on the jury with that. <laughs> well, if that's that, that that's is that. the last proper episode for lack of a better word of series uh, 11 do you think we've given this podcast enough emotional depth for... probably probably not probably not i don't think people buy us as a couple oh no yeah. most people don't that's right i'm not sure i do yeah well with that note we'll go into the tardis library when you close your eyes i go to the library go to the library now so for the TARDIS library this time, we had sort of a different thing, and this mm. is where I sort of just rummaged in through my, or our Doctor Who shelf, and I had a VHS tape, um, of all things. It is, and this is a, the special More Than 30 Years in the TARDIS, which premiered 7 November 1994. I actually think it, it uh, aired as 30 Years in the TARDIS on the BBC, and the VHS, which I have, is More Than 30 Years because there was a little bit more... Um, Clips and interviews they include in the actual VHS. Ah, so this is yes. on the back of the uh, VHS here. I have <laughs> an ultimate celebration of the world's longest running science fiction TV series. This special BBC video includes footage from 30 years in the TARDIS, as it says on the cover tin box. 
So I do think that we need to just briefly cover the fact that yes, you have a VHS tape, and yes, yes we have a VCR specifically because you have these VHS tapes. Yes. Yeah. I, I grew up in the 90s. <clears throat> and I'm not throwing them away. <laughs> see, if we were doing the Star Trek one, I'd watch these Star Trek Memories VHS with William Shatner. So well, and see, so you had the opportunity to buy all of these Star Trek VHSs that were at auction. And... I already have them on DVD. You know. Oh, okay. You know. So anyway. So what did you think during this, uh, for people not familiar with this, this is, of course, was sort of, Right at the wrap-up of Classic Who, so I suppose a bit of a down note, you know, but a celebration of what came, you know, thinking this was all of Doctor Who they were looking at, and so there are interviews, of course, throughout all of Doctor Who at that time, and uh, they, sort of the conceit, or the, or the whatever, story-telling uh, apparatus was sort of this young child roaming around and getting attacked by Doctor Who monsters. And then they would sort of show some of the Doctor Who stars, whether it was Elizabeth Sladen or even the modern ones like Colin Baker and um, Nicole, Nicola, I think her name, Bryant. Um, and then you even had Sylvester uh, McCoy and Sophie. I'm trying to remember everyone's names here. Um, sort of getting chased around by Doctor Who monsters and then talking like real people. So, but anyway, so darling, you got this sort of taste of classic Who. What'd you think about it? Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed seeing the actors talk about it. They also had Verity. Right, Verity um, Lambert. Which was very cool. Um, always like to see a little bit of Verity. Um, always like to see Elizabeth Sladen. Don't like to, uh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of, But yeah. other than that, yeah. Um, and I think it was certainly more palatable with the knowledge that it's okay, guys, it comes back. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of interesting the way it ends, you know, credits roll, and at the end, they sort of bring it up back and like, so what are we hearing about Doctor Who coming back? And they're like, oh, we well, don't know, really, you know. And I don't know if this was actual. Oh, and they talk about talking to Steven Spielberg yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm trying to remember the Doctor Who movie Origins, and I was it the Fox, and I don't I don't know. So anyway, who knows? Yeah. So I don't know how where, where it was in the works at this time. Yes, of, of this and special. they couldn't say a whole lot because he was like, "Well, you know how these things go," and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But um, but that was interesting, and yes, with the with the knowledge of. It's okay, guys. Settle down. It's fine. There's an eighth one on the way. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's going to be bad, but then there's going to be more, and that'll be better. <laughs> it'll be, he'll be great in Big Finish. Um, <laughs> he'll have an illustrious career. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I thought it was interesting because you got to see Patrick Troughton interviews um, and then mm-hmm. Pertwee interviews, too. And so, yeah, I think it was, it was interesting to see all that stuff. Yep. They interviewed Perry. Mm-hmm. And they actually do touch on the whole screaming, crying yeah, companion. companion, which I thought was interesting. Because they had, um, I can't remember her real name, Victoria um, from the second Doctor. Mm. Who and they talked about Layla being in the Lila, short, yeah. Lila being yeah. in the short outfits and, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. And then uh, Ace talking about how she felt like a different type of companion. Right. Um, now, of course, one of my favorite parts was all the great Doctor Who commercials. Oh my gosh! Yes, with uh, Ramana too. Yeah, Lala Ward and Tom Baker. Yes, 
And, yeah. and you're like, why are they so close? I'm like, they were probably married at this yeah, point. Yeah, so. I was like, why are they snuggling <laughs> on each other in this commercial? And yeah, apparently they were a couple for a while. Yes. Um, but it's not canon. <laughs> well, now I want to know what happened to all those great prime computers. So I know, right? They did also talk to the little girl who was in the Not Who movies. Oh, yes. The other Susan. Yes. yes. And you just kept yelling at the TV the whole time. <laughs> Get off my screen. <laughs> You're not Barbara. You're not real. Yes. I did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then they sang that song. There were a couple of Doctor Who songs that you have subjected me to in yeah. the past. Now that you that, know them, yes. Um, we got little flashbacks of, including her Doctor Who weird yes. song. Yeah. It's all very strange. <laughs> It just always makes me think of the Richard E. Grant Hamlet set to techno music, but I just, sometimes, sometimes, Britain. Experimental theater can go too I far. I just don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's always entertaining. <laughs> all right. Well, until next week, of course, we'll be talking the whole series, all series yes. 11 overview. We will have uh Two of our um, guest co-hosts returning, so we'll let you guess Hooray! who it is. Yeah, it's, be surprised. Yeah, they'll be the Tim Shaw of guest co-hosts, I guess. And <laughs> but I won't tell you. I, can't I won't wait tell you which tell one. Them that. <laughs> I won't tell you which ones which. So, but let us know your series eleven thoughts now that you've watched it all, and whether you've rewatched it, or whether you've had a moment to sort of sit on it after all, and for good or for ill, and what you what you enjoyed and what was missed and what you're looking forward to in the next series. So you can tweet me at NC public servant. And I'm at one Phoenix theater, or you can even tweet us at the network at join nerd party and, or comment on our Facebook and just let us know your thoughts and, you know, we'll read them out and see if we agree or disagree. And all opinions are welcome as long as they're nice and proper. (laughs) So until next week, enjoy reading, listening, and watching the Doctor's adventures throughout time and space. This is BBC Television.